It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I'm Sheldon Gibson and you listen to the Go Birds Podcast. God damn, the, the taste of three and three is just so much better, two and four, isn't it? So much better. 34-13, the Philadelphia Eagles take care of the New York. I can't even call them football giants because I don't know what the fuck that was. That wasn't football that they played. Running draw plays, Pat Shermer, with eight minutes to go. What are you, John Fox? Good Lord. Uh, I think everyone needed that, James Seltzer. That was... Uh, I was not too far off from what I said. I said, said twenty-seven to ten. Twenty-seven right? yeah, to ten. Yeah, you're right there. So we're uh, we're feeling uh, we're feeling pretty good. James Seltzer, uh, John Barchard here with it's Go Birds episode number twenty-two, and uh, yeah, we're doing it from the house because it's late. That's right. We don't have to do it in studio every single time, and especially on a Thursday night game where James, you got to get up in about five hours. I'm or gonna get up to... soon, John. But you yeah. know what? It's all I'm worth so it. So happy, like I. That's what I just keep saying. It's what I keep feeling. It's we needed that. Like you just said, John, we all fucking needed that. We just needed it. We needed it in our souls to watch that team just shit all over the Giants. I'm so happy, John. It's I can't tell you. Like you said, I'll be up in five hours. It's so much easier to wake up after a game like this, man. Everything we heard today and especially from. Listen, I listened to the WFAN and I know that's not exactly like. Just like it's not the entire fan base when everybody listens to the WIP. But when you hear when you hear things like I'm not worried about the Eagles and you're talking about Saquon be like, oh, if we win this and then we can get back to three and four, hopefully. by I mean, they were they were talking like this is going to be nothing. And I, I feel like everyone got anxiety and rightfully so. I mean, it was a rough week. It it's was been a rough week, a rough fun. couple weeks. Yeah. Obviously, the loss in Tennessee, I think shook some people the way they lost that game that was a, a game that was you know last year there's yeah. no way they they further that game away but man um i think people forgot how shitty the giants are too yes. i think people say oh i'm scared <laughs> from, of the giants from start Why? to finish terrible yeah. and and not only that i mean you saw the most listen i'm trying to make saquon barkley as bad as possible he it's not happening it's not good. working he, pretty good he is i'm gonna i'm gonna say it 
He's he's generational talent. He's he really, really good. I don't. He's really good. I don't ever remember a running back as hard to tackle. As yeah, that guy. Michael, I don't ever remember my whole life watching football. I don't remember a guy who's that hard to bring down. Michael Bennett's right, and he, this is the first time he went up against him, and all, all week he's just going like, "Yeah, that kid's really special." And you know what? Those beautiful screen plays that go, all the highlight reels that are going to be on his rookie tape. You know what that was worth tonight? Three fucking points. Yards don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> they don't matter. And Saquon's special, but if you have a dead body, and by the way, did you see Jordan Renan's article that came out today? Eli, Eli Manning is eroding. He's dead. Yeah, there, you can't erode when you're already <laughs> dead. Yes, he is yes. Going into there's no further to erode. Yeah. he's dead. It's over. What's he thing, has eroded. What's the thing your body does when it starts to uh, decompose? Decom- no, but like when it hardens. What's that process? Ooh. That's where he's at. Whatever that is right now. And you're uh, going like, he, I, yeah, I think he's when just, you start to stiffen, something like that. Oh, so. oh, I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of it right now. <laughs> so Neither can I. He's fucking dead. That's yeah, the that's, point. The point is, he's fucking dead. All of the highlight reel plays that you will see through this Giants offense is is predicated on on its quarterback and everything else. Their offensive line is still terrible. I mean, Michael Bennett came in there and just absolutely destroyed Nate Soldier today, and there's just. You know, it constantly is a, a reminder of this team is that good. Carson Wentz came out today and reminded everybody once again how good he was. There was everybody saying, well, he needs to put the team on his back and he needs to go out and win this thing and yada, 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 and whatever. But it's, it's. I mean, he did, he but did. he didn't have to. He That's what I'm saying. And the whole team won it, and that was the point. They, he didn't have to, but he was awesome, man. That that first touchdown throw to Alshon was vintage. Car- put, I mean, put it on the Hall of Fame right. Yes, yeah. across his body, a strike to a streaking Alshon. Um, I, I think, I think we're seeing again. It we didn't see it last week. The Minnesota game was a weird game, but having Alshon back makes such a difference for this offense. It freed up Nelly to do what Nelly does well. Um, just able to move the ball, and it was all Carson Wentz. The running game wasn't working. It just wasn't working. No, and if. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. It's all we heard all week. And I was even one of the guys saying it. I'm like, run the fucking ball, guys. Huh. And huh. it did it didn't matter. Weird. Carson Wentz. <laughs> the, I, he was awesome tonight, man. It was so good to see. It was this is again, as we've discussed, you know, look, 34 points, first time all year. They got over 30. First time they got over 23. Yeah. First time they've just shit all over a team. This is the first time we got those 2017 vibes. We got yeah. those. Yeah. This oh, is a yeah. Super Bowl team type vibes. And granted, the competition not great, but on a Thursday night, on a short week on the road, in a game they had to show up, they showed up. Short road, 13 points. I want to remind everybody. Anybody have a problem with Jalen Mills? Anybody got a problem with Ronald Darby? <laughs> Rob- Yo, Ronald. anybody got a problem with the two corners Ronald, that played really well tonight? And Jalen Mills was really good. Ronald Darby was outstanding. outstanding. Like one of the best players on the field yeah. tonight. Like he was awesome. Oh, like white on rice. Like yeah. he was awesome. All, all, all across there. Now, I, I'm Jalen. Never, ever let Cody Latimer beat you ever again. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Yeah. Other than that, Cody Latimer, I think, might have been their leading receiver just based nah, off that I mean, catch of one other. That guy is dog ass. Oh, right? he's terrible. He's dog ass. Terrible. But that play on OBJ towards the end where he's getting them. Get, I mean, everything was perfect tonight in the red zone. They've always been that way. This is what, this is what I'm. It's a great guys, red zone defense. They, this is what they do. You know, I, I agree that Jim Schwartz does not get creative at some point. There are so many things that you can criticize of it. Off coverage, you know, what that. They actually saw a couple of times they went out and they played press because they knew they knew they weren't going to get beat from what happened last, last year in the two games that they faced. No, no short shit. That is not going to happen tonight. They stayed strong. 
And, I mean, the, the defensive line just in and out Final. like crazy awesome. tonight. Yeah. Uh, pressure all night, like you said. Michael Bennett was in the backfield all game. Fletcher Cox was a f- animal. Calling for An it, too. animal. Josh Sweat was in the backfield <laughs> at times. It was great. It would call him for it. Yeah. It was, um, it was uh, Jordan Hicks made that great play early on that led to the Kamu pick. Nigel Bradham was all over the field, yes. had a sack, had some big plays. The D was awesome. Avante Maddox looked good at safety. Again, not a great opponent, but we saw Rasul out there making hey, a, finally couple, a couple snaps yeah, at safety. We also had the won. one touchdown <laughs> run, maybe a little bad <laughs> angle on it. but Also saw why he probably shouldn't be. Yes, yeah. but you know what? Like They played well, and defensively they played sound. They made tackles. Like And again, with Saquon, like it wasn't weak attempts like that you just ran through tackles like it is what it is but otherwise they they made their plays they stuck to guys they it was a really strong performance and on the offensive side of the ball as well like kind of the the talking about the red zone and the third down stuff we finally saw that from the offense the as good as the defense was it was like oh for eight on third down the giants were their first eight third down attempts yeah the the offense was as good on the other side, on third down, in the red zone. All the stuff that they did last year that made them so successful, we saw that tonight. And they got Alshon Jeffrey started really early. I think that's exactly what they needed to, to do. And also just reminds you of they, there is something there between him and Carson. Legit. Like they, they feel really comfortable. I mean, not that we had any questions about that, too. But, you know, all that stuff comes up about, uh, you no know, the playoffs of the Super Bowl and but all But you that. see it in the broken plays and stuff. Yeah. Like like that touchdown. Like that touchdown was a broken play. Yeah. And, and Alshon read it, got open for his guy, and they made a play together. And the thing that we needed to see the most, I think, everybody, outside of all that. I mean, we knew what Carson was doing. Yeah, offensive line played really well uh, again tonight, too. I mean, when Vitae goes in there and gets absolutely slaughtered, <laughs> boy, it just hey, makes John, you just breaking, go, ah. breaking news, Jason Peters did not make it through the game. <laughs> yeah, shocked, I know this is a – never heard this before, but yeah. he wasn't able to make it through the game. And honestly, Lane Johnson, what a stud tonight. I mean, just toughed absolutely it out, really toughed it out. And Jason Kelsey, we don't talk – I mean, man. we've talked about how bad the line has been. Kelsey has not been the culprit, but tonight Jason Kelsey was extra Awesome. Kelsey yes. was out there Played pulling, trapping, like just leading the way. I thought Jason Kelsey had a terrific game. Yeah, he was fantastic tonight. But the the one thing that we all needed was with D- Doug Peterson in the play calling. Oh, and yeah. that came back. Old Doug's back, everybody. Reading glasses, Doug is there. <laughs> First time I ever saw like Frank Reich for a moment. It. He was like an old man on the sideline, just busting out plays. I loved it. Yeah, it was it was great. I mean, all the stuff that he did. I mean, he ran four tight ends a couple of times. Um, the uh, the great thing about throwing off the Giants down in the red zone when, you know, of course, he comes out in a wishbone formation That's and then all awesome. of a sudden it's like, all right, break it up, and it leads right to a touchdown. To their touchdown, uh, yeah. And that was, a, that was a beautifully designed play. I've never been so happy. And then, of course, like always, and we even talked about this coming down, and we had a great time, by the way, at the business, uh, the Mayfair business. Uh, Shout out to Hammerheads, yeah. baby. Yeah, all of that. That was the a Mayfair lot of fun. Business Todd Harriman's and, and Hollis for hanging out, but we were talking about that on the way back down and saying, you know what? Maybe Doug shouldn't defer if he wins <laughs> the coin toss, only s- simply because it worked out. let's get the offense going, and boy, oh boy, that was vintage Doug on that that opening quarter. Uh, Every in second the third time. Quarter, just All he does is make adjustments and come out and dominate on the first drive of the second half. I feel like it happens every game. It's been uh, traveling with him since 2016, and I don't know what it is. It's just we're going to run these next 10 scripted plays or whatever. It works every time. They take a ton of time off the clock. They drain 
any bodies that were in there. Yeah, congratulations to the Giants fans for 20% of you showing up tonight as the Eagles it. chants were raining oh, down from how great is that? New audible, Jersey, not New York, which is where you're from. The audible Eagles chants in opposing stadiums may be my favorite thing in football. Yeah, it, it, was, it was great. And honestly, I was very shocked and surprised that Wendell Smallwood is the guy. What I say? I told you coming in, didn't, and it's funny but, because I said I would play Smallwood over Clement in fantasy, and that ended up being the wrong call because yep. Clement got the touchdown, <laughs> but the, it was the right call in the sense Usage. that Smallwood got oh, all yeah. the work. 18 carries, 51 yards tonight, only 2.8 yards per carry. Yeah, not you know, great. It's not, uh, not, uh, not anything great for uh, for Corey Clement as well as, you know, 3.9 in there, but that's interesting to me, and that is, that's been part of this for a very long time. So once again, Shout out to AtFly64 because hey, it's just every the time one you try. True believer. I mean, he's been, I will shout you out on this podcast every single time because you've yelled at us so many times. Be like, how dare you criticize my boy Wendell Smallwood? And he's just here. What's I mean? I'm not creating a thing. I'm just saying, what's going on there? I no. I think it's time to create a thing because yeah. the whole time I'm thinking, oh, it's Corey Clemens, just not that healthy, and they're using him sparingly, playing I don't it safe, think so whatever. Anymore. He was out at the end of the game when the game was over. Yeah. That was the guy they had in running the ball in meaningless time just to waste the clock away. They would never do that if he were injured. No. They put Josh Adams in there at that Something. point. We didn't see Josh Adams all night. At that point, you put Josh Adams in the game. I don't know what's going on, but I think it's very, very clear right now that the coaching staff trusts Wendell Smallwood more than they trust Corey Clark. And Period. It's, it's been weird saying that and looking it's at that. Team. We didn't think Wendell Smallwood was making the team. No, and uh, I mean the pass blocking and everything. Too, it's just like it's been a major issue throughout this. You didn't really see that. I thought they pl- uh, picked up any of the kind of blitzes or pressure that great. were thrown. They but, were great tonight. Um, it's uh, it's something to keep an eye on, kind of moving forward. And of course, I know what everybody's. I mean, this is going to launch into an entire ten day of what safety, what wide receiver, what running back. Is it time to finally call Le'Veon Bell? But that's as, the biggest part of this too. As Jason Lockenford is stoking yeah, the flames, and sitting there just like fanning oh, him please, on. Howie, call me back. He might make five trades. <laughs> yeah, who knows what's going to happen? But this is this is something we talked about on the previous show. If this team is two and four, you don't make moves. Agree. This team is three and three. It's a different thing. And now you start to make moves. Mm-hmm. That's what I think exactly happens. And you're going to hear some shit on Monday. And that's honestly, they're they're going to get them because you have to get the guys in here as, as fast. as possible. And you have possible. ten days off. Depending you got on some the time stuff. to actually figure these things out and and game plan it from a coaching perspective, from a front office perspective, from a roster perspective. Uh, yeah, I think, look, if a trade is going to happen, I think it's going to happen now. I think it's going to happen soon as uh, you got a big game coming up. Carolina coming into town, and then you go to Jacksonville. Yeah. I mean, excuse me, you go to London to face Jacksonville. It's the same thing. Same thing. It should be Sir the, Blake Bortles yeah. in his house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, that's a tough two-game stretch here. You like the 10 days off here, but I think now is the time if you're going to make a move, and I know they have the bye coming up after the London game, so you also think, look, the trade deadline's October 30th. So theoretically, maybe they wait a little longer, lead it up closer to the deadline, and then use that bye week as a way to integrate someone. But I'm with you, John. I think there's a really good chance that a trade happens sooner rather than later. Yeah, and they were, you know, my my theory is, and yours too, is that they still, they were planning on doing this. You don't clear cap room like that on a Friday before. It doesn't make any sense. When Ajayi wasn't even hurt by then or fully hurt, or maybe that they were kind of anticipating like, hey, you might not make it past this game. Whatever it was, uh, I'm kind of I know we've we've beaten I mean hell we played the running back uh, match game on the on the preview pod but I, I I think they need a wide receiver and they need speed and that's what they've yeah. been missing for a very long time now you can try you can try and sell yourself on like well Mac Hollins is going to be back 
mm-hmm. after London, more than likely. I would think very likely. Yeah. Matt, well, but that's an uh, interesting situation, right, John? I mean, when you look at, they have essentially right now four guys yeah. on IR who you would theoretically could or want to bring back. And that's also not saying that if someone else gets hurt and is like a six-week injury or something that you wouldn't be able to put them on IR and bring them back. It's a, you can only bring two guys back. And you figure that if there is any chance at all that Rodney McLeod can come back, you have to save one of those two spots for him. It's a really interesting spot there because you know, Mike Wallace theoretically come back. Matt Collins, Richard Rodgers, there's a lot of guys. I think Rodgers probably on the outside looking in yeah. on that one. But I think it's an interesting decision depending on where these guys are in their recovery. Yeah, and, uh, and again tonight, I mean, um, <laughs> Nelson Aguilar was Johnny on the spot. Honestly, like that was... Literally, yes. <laughs> Where'd he broken, come from? The one, like, a, just yeah, Wentz's arm gets hit and it just ball flies up in the air and Nagler's like, don't worry, yeah. I'm going to catch it and run for 30. And the only reason why I'm bringing that up is just like I'm looking at how they spread out the ball tonight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys at least had awesome. uh, a reception there. I mean, I don't know if you want to count Wendell's. I mean, it's one catch for zero yards. So. Yeah, no, nah, it's fine. Whatever. But, I mean, the ball went uh, that way and you start to st- – you know, this is also like the argument against it, too, is you start talking to yourself and like, well, there's enough here. There's a, <laughs> you got hey. some pretty good – Goddard's going to continue to grow into that space. And, you know, hey, DeAndre Carter caught a ball, by the way. Shout out to him for – I mean – Great punt returns, Except man. for the last one that he did where he yeah, muffed the Giants. But, but, yeah, which – bad job by the Giants. Yeah. That guy just trailed off. He's like, all right, this is over. DeAndre Carter turning into a little bit of a weapon as a yeah. punt returner. Yeah, I think he's, he's – shifty. Which, again, is kind of going like, all right. Suck it, Elliot. He's kinda, Sorry, yeah. I had to. <laughs> That's right. He shouted it out tonight. No, it was, I know. It was fun. I know. But, I know. Um, Jordan Matthews, for what's worth, a couple nice catches. Those slant routes. Finally and, saw some slant routes tonight. Yeah, which was which is great. And that uh, getting back to that too. There's you know great crossers, great rub routes, great. I mean, I, I, using Jordan Matthews properly is something we've never seen ever. So uh, that's he almost in some ways worked as as that third or fourth tight end mm-hmm. uh, in, in those situations, which was nice and reliable. And hey, I mean Carson. Tried to throw it deep to him, and he almost he almost got the Janoris Jenkins uh, P.I. love, but uh, thanks to, who is that, B.J. Hill, who slammed down uh, Carson yeah. Wentz, that son of a bitch. Uh, you know, I've got guy. the calls. But I, I, I look at this and go, and this isn't because of, of listen, I, I we, we both don't really care about Jordan Matthews in terms of what he can do on the field, and, and right. Elliot will flip out nice about guy, that. Nice guy, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. I still think he's the odd man out here. And, and that's where, honestly, I mean – I don't think that uh, I. It would be, it would be f- make my heart feel terrible if Matt Collins somehow is going to stay on IR because you signed Jordan Matthews. That would never happen. You know, like Matt I don't Collins think that's gives right. you too much on special teams. Too. Right. He's too much of a, a versatile guy for you. And again, I think that and seven weeks for and a like you said, too. the yeah. thing like the thing that you hit on is key is that there is one thing that they lack. With this wide receiver, Corn's vertical speed, and Matt Collins can give he you that. that. Yeah. And it's not Mike Wallace speed, but it's No, but, it's but Matt Collins, it's faster than Jordan Matthews. That's yeah. for damn sure. Yes. For yes. damn sure. Uh, and you can put him in and out, and, and there are some maneuvers there. But, again, um, between all that stuff, I would, I'm curious what you guys think now, too. I mean, I would absolutely – listen, Le'Veon Bell being here with that. Oh, buddy. I'm all I'm all oh, for it. Buddy. I'm all for it. Like and the, and the so in the Capra Give me Levy. I'm okay if he's here for the next five years. Like that's what I'm saying. That's the oh, that's the why, trade you John, have to make. John, why though. would you want the best offensive player in football for five I don't years? Know. That sounds silly to the me. The Rooney's told me to. Hate him. <laughs> <laughs> so does his offensive line and whatever cockamamie story you want to yes. you know throw out in there. But 
Uh, I, I don't know. Unless it, this is the other thing I can't think of, too, and maybe it's just because I'm feeling great about, you know, uh, the, uh, the Giants getting their ass whooped. But I, I can't see anybody out there, one, that is going to, uh, unless you knock on the door of your old favorite friends of the Lions, but they're in a good spot now, too. I mean, they just beat the Packers. Their season's kind of sort of still alive. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of teams that I see right now in of, of Le'Veon Bell's, you know, elk that is. Well, the, there's none. I mean, no, 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 but that's what I'm saying. Is, if you're going to put your chip somewhere, I'd still kind of, I guess, lean towards that because there's no big trade in yeah. my mind right now that you go, okay, yeah, I would do that deal for, I don't know, unless the Steelers are crazy and want to, you know, Antonio Brown or somebody like that, um, I, I wouldn't even, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think there's an impact wide receiver you can go and trade for. No, no, there really isn't. There's no one out there who makes a ton of sense. When you look at the teams at the bottom of the barrels, where I mean, there are some teams who you could theoretically say are out of it who have good wide receivers, but none on deals where it makes sense for them to be looking to move them. Right. I, I Yeah, I think that's a tough spot. I, I think that I, I agree with you that when you look at this team and its deficiencies right now, you could make the argument. I think I would still argue, especially, look, Le'Veon is a separate category. Like, right. Le'Veon is a running back and a receiver. I mean, he is everything for you. So you can't compare him to, like, oh, you need a running back or you need a wide receiver. He gives you everything. But I do, I think there is an argument to be made. I think I would still say running back as a bigger need. But I think you could make the argument that outside wide receiver, a speed guy on the side is, is just as important. It's close, at least. Yeah, and the next category, which I named it, is in safety. Like, yes. especially now. I mean, for me, that's number one. And, but. and we haven't uh, really discussed it. Like, uh, we'll have to see what the hamstring in- injury is with Sidney Jones. But you, you look at Quarterback that. Quarterback all of a sudden a need, too. Especially, yeah. like, we talked, you know, they, they moved Maddox. That's why we saw Sewell at, at safety to begin with. Because they had to move Maddox right. back into the slot at times. And Malcolm Jenkins playing the slot a fair amount tonight as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that you could argue cornerback slash safety as some sort of versatile defensive back back there is this team's single biggest need right now. And again, like the only guy that we've been able to come up with over a couple of weeks is the Honey Badger. Yep. And Houston's playing well, so they don't want to do yeah, that. And like, they're very likely going to beat the Bills at home on yeah. Sunday. They're going to be sitting there at 3-3. Three and three. They paid the Honey Badger money. They like him. I'm with you. I, th- I think it'd be a surprise. They're, in a, they're also in a division that is up for grabs as right. well. So. I'd be surprised if they're willing to get rid of the honeymoon. Now, here's something we because we are literally in a mindset of we're just thinking about giving up picks to get good players. But is there any possibility Ooh, on this team? I know where you're going. Like at this point, probably trade Rasul Douglas for something that you Ooh, need. Right? What about? Isn't there a team that could use Nick Foles? The Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, MVP. well, that that too. I mean, that, <laughs> that discussion has has been ongoing. I mean. I don't know if we, we want need, to fight about that for the millionth time. I never want time, anyone to get hurt, but we need a quarterback injury, all right? That's what we need. We need well, there's a, already been a couple. And everybody's I like, we're, we're good, you I know. know. I know. Howard, I know. that's why you strike when the iron's I hot know. before the draft. I'm just going to throw that back in there. Again. I was fine with it. Still okay with it. But <laughs> right now, at this specific yeah. moment, hey, I would certainly hey, trade. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I, I don't know. It, it um, uh, I, I think all signs point back to Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, I think it's the one that makes the most sense. I still yeah. think the shady thing could be real. Yeah. I think I don't want him. I don't want to root for him. And listen, I really uh, don't. Like, like it's not even it's not even about on the field. We know he exactly helps. what he does. He helps on he the helps. field. He helps you. I just I don't like him. I, I know, just old regime. You know, uh, I'm, I'm yes, good. and I'm, I also I'm good. I just don't feel great rooting for that dude. Like I'm yeah. sorry. I know not everyone I root for is the best dude, but. I'm sure he's not a good dude. Like, I'm just sure of it. Sorry. No. Like, I know he's not a good dude. I don't want to root for him. But <laughs> I think that's still on the table. Obviously, he clearly wants to come back and has for a while. I Look, 
I think the Le'Veon Bell thing makes the most sense. I think that the Eagles are the only real trade partner with the Steelers that really makes sense. That for you can everybody. really for everybody yeah. and have the assets to do it and all that type of stuff. And I think when you look at the Steelers situation where they're at right now, I think that they would much rather trade Le'Veon Bell than have him come in in week eight and play eight weeks for sure. them. Yeah, I think they would I think they would much rather trade him. And I know people look at it as a like negative at this point and they're just saying like, hey, you know, first of all, we've talked about this to death and, and why you guys bring it up again, because now there's seven fre- weeks of fresh legs yep. and untouched. And this is why you this is why Le'Veon Bell sits out. Is because and again, yes, exactly. I can, I'm going to I'm going to help you through. Yes, I'm, I'm good to go. And again, yeah. the best at non quarterback in football offensively, like yeah. literally, that's how great he is. I we're talking just, ourselves out of just the, the thought best player. In the like NFL, I'm getting I'm getting like verklempt just thinking about watching <laughs> this guy play football every week on my team. Like, oh, my God, how much fun would that be? Yeah. Wentz and Levy and back in the same backfield, please. And it's please. a thing. And listen, it's a thing. It's why it's why I brought up the, the Wendell Corey Clement thing. Like those are. And I, I, I mean, I'm just going to say it. I tried to tell you guys last year. That, that that's why they traded for JJ in the first place, and now he's not there. If JJ was here with the complimentary of backs, we wouldn't be talking. It'd be about fine. It. Yeah, we're in a different situation. Agree, now. a much different situation when we're looking at this. So yeah, of course, if you, there's a Carlos Hyde to be made, you need him. Here. Totally, Cleveland's not gonna like. That's what I'm saying. Jordan Howard, that was and I, yeah, again, I don't God. think the Bills would do it, but like that, like fine, like I would. T- I'm the not. Bears. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think the Bears would do it. Yeah. I don't. I know that they haven't used him a lot, but and there's a Joe Douglas connection. I don't think that's going to happen, but like the point is, is I would be fine with any sort of upgrade there because I do think they need a guy. I just think that when you put it all together and you look at the compensation of what it'll likely take and the opportunity to get a guy who is so much better than these other, like what Le'Veon does in the receiving game as a blocker, all to that help stuff. Out Wentz, in adi- that's in what general, I mean. In addition to, that's what I'm saying. Like for, yeah. he's such a better option than these other. Like it's not even close. He is like. Light years better than everybody else. Uh, I'm sure it'll it'll continue on for the next you know ten days and, and things uh, like that. Again, waiting for rumors, again, waiting for little thank sniffs. Thank God they won this game where we have to freaking wake <laughs> it's up. It wouldn't matter. That's what I'm saying. It wake up in this. four hours. We've got a freaking ten day break before the next. Uh, can you yeah. imagine the next ten days if we had lost this game? Thank God. Holy thank hell. you. Thank yeah. you. Um, by the way, want to um, know in the Go Bird shirt? By the way, too. Yes, what up? that's right. What yeah. up? Thanks again to uh, undefeated in the Go Bird shirt. Art, Art history, history one hundred and one makes fantastic T-shirts. You should go uh, go purchase some. I want to talk about the defense again for just a, a little bit because uh, that's another thing too. It's just I'm you know we mentioned it at the top, but being on the road, being short on rest. The road. I haven't even mentioned the Kamu Grusha Hill pick that was set up beautifully by Jordan Hicks. Yeah, buddy. like all of that. Was Kamu, by the way, tone like, setter for very, the entire night. Dude, dude's athletic, man. Yeah. He looked he looked like a uh, tight end running down the field with the ball there. Uh, Trey Sullivan was active in this game too for a moment. He was. <laughs> I, that's, I remember when I saw DeAndre Hall yeah. on the sideline. I'm like, who's that guy? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's DeAndre, it's DeAndre Hall. Hall. <laughs> uh, and that's that's a little surprising to me. At least like Trey Sullivan, DeAndre Hall, guys that played safety have played safety. Yeah are not getting reps over Razul Douglas. It's unbelievable, man. <laughs> it really is unbelievable. Yeah, everybody told me it'd be fine. Uh, <laughs> I I um I just I can't say enough on how just aggressive everybody was tonight. Even uh it's so funny cuz James is sitting there and he uh, he's going, "You know, has Destiny Vampire No, literally the next play. Anything? 
Because what's his name? Hector. Yeah. He oh, Hector makes a, got in there. Hector yeah. makes a tackle. And I'm like, oh, look at that guy. Now he's got as many tackles as Destiny fucking Bio. <laughs> and then the next play, he gets a sack. Yeah. I was like, Destiny. And he actually, st- he finished with uh, with two, and Destiny only finished with one. So there you go. So they're tied again. Yeah, they're tied again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that was, that was just impressive of just, um, uh, you know, Chris Long, even though he didn't, uh, again, really show up on the stat sheet that much. Uh, incredible. Fletcher Cox was getting double teamed all night, and it didn't matter. God, just to, to see the most overpaid left tackle in the game just get worked. Yes! Michael Bennett just went right by him. He's like, sorry, buddy. Single time. And Nate Solder had yeah. to dive on the ball when he knocked out his hands. It was like, that's all on you, bro. At least you got the ball. Yeah, I mean, by guys, by the second, third quarter, they have they have no other options like, I guess we're going to run another screen. <laughs> I guess, I guess. And you know what? Yeah. That's the smart move. Saquon's yeah. the only and, – and even with Odell Beckham on their team, say the only time at any point this game I, I – and I was never scared to lose, but I'm saying right. the only time you're ever like, eh, was when Saquon touched the ball. That was it. That's it. Uh, you know, I mean, again, the stat sheet looks like, wow, that, what an incredible night. 13 carries for th- 130 yards. It's averaging 10 yards a carry. I mean, that one that he ripped off the was... The 50-yarder, yeah. God, and that the, well, was that one, like The one where he broke like eight tackles or yeah. whatever was really impressive. So uh, all of your fantasy takes were right. Congratulations on that. Um, it it really, really hasn't helped the Giants tonight. Odell Beckham Jr., 6 for 44. 7.3 yards on every every wreck that he had. I mean, this he had is more, He had more uh, uh, whining and complaining moments than he did catches, which yeah. is always nice. I thought the the tweet of the night, by the way, just to sum up uh, the, the Giants offense, this comes from our, our, our good friend Michael Kiss, <laughs> who's, got, who's got a post that just says, Shermer, uh, flip right, double X, jet, 36 counter, naked waggle, 7x seven cor- seven quarter, Eli Manning, Flip right, je- you know. I'm just gonna check it down, guys. I'm, 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 I'm checking it down. I thought oh, it made me piss my pants laughing. I thought that was, I, I mean, nothing has nothing has changed. Nothing has changed from this Giants offense at all. I mean, maybe the the only thing that surprised me was right at uh, what was that? Was that in the fourth quarter when he just targeted Jalen Mills? Oh yeah, after the Cody Latimer catch, mm-hmm. they just kept going after Jalen Mills and. And he said no, and the mic definitely cut out when he's like, "Stop trying to test oh, me, motherfucker!" Yeah, and all that other stuff. Oh yeah, there some curses flying. Oh yeah, listen, I love it. That's a, that's the part I don't get. Like this, this is this is why you love Jalen Mills. Yep. This is the whole. The, the, I, I, listen, I get why everybody the, gets frustrated. The reason frustrated. is because he does it when he's playing terrible. Like he if does he it all the time. That's I what know, it's, but that's what makes him. I'm not going to say great. I'm going to say that's what makes him really good, and it, and it, cont- yeah. it fires him up. I, I'm all full. I know. I, know. I don't it like the finger wag just as much as anybody else. It's just else one of those winning, things where, like, when Adam Thielen's at, like, when it's like when you get toasted all game long and then you make one play and you're like, oh, oh, oh I made a fucking play. It's like, <laughs> yes, dude, but, chill the fuck out. But you can right? still stay there and say, I'm still Time here. Time and a place, Jalen. What he what he's basically saying is, I'm still here. Yeah. And nobody, no, look, that's what I'd, everybody I'd does rather, understand. I'd rather my guy have fire than no fire, if that's what you're saying. Yeah, sure. I- exactly. But, I mean, again, the secondary. Um, uh, the almost 100 yards out of Saquon Barkley, but uh, out of the wide receiving core, I mean, no one, Cody Latimer barely touched 50 yards. Shut him tonight. down. Yeah, just shut him down. And Malcolm Jenkins, there. we, you know, I don't think we. It's the one guy who's played really well all season, other than that bad Tampa play, the Sean Jackson touchdown. Um, probably have not given him enough credit for how good he's been this year. Yeah, uh, and it's just overall. This entire game, I know we've been saying a lot, is exactly what everyone needed, and that is that was the Carson Wentz that we saw from 2017. Yeah, that is the Doug Peterson we saw from 2017. 
and now you're kind of ramping it up as you've got two really, really tough games just in terms of, you know, Carolina is always going to be Carolina. You have to travel to London. They've never done that before. Yeah, so. that's, a, that's a great point, John. I don't think, like, and not just if they never done it before, but the Jags do it every year. They yeah, know. they're I used think, to it. Yeah, and, like, we talk about this all the time, but football players are creatures of habit. They go out, they know what they're doing on Monday, they know what they're doing on Tuesday, and they, it's the same thing. And, like, to fly to London and play a game is, like, a huge change to that habitual routine. So, I... I I'm very nervous about that London game. I think this Panthers game is really important because I don't know what's going to happen in London. No, I don't. I don't know either. And it's just, uh, and it and it's, it comes at a perfect time too. And this is, you know, everybody's banged up. Like we said, Lane Johnson, Sidney Jones. This ten days, this win couldn't have come at a better time. It was huge because you're waiting for the, uh, you know, the next couple of games on the schedule. Just like we're mentioning there. Plus, it's just. Um, you whatever's going on with Jason Peters, who again did finish another game, uh, these guys will need every every. Will ounce Jason of time. Peters ever finish another game? Is my question. I don't think so. Probably not. I, I just don't think so. And uh, that's again, circle that 2019 uh, offensive tackle draft class game because so far it's, it's not great either. Yeah, and well, that's, that's luck, big luck, part of it. Luckily, they've got a first round pick in Jordan Mylotta, right? Yeah, I mean, well, that's equivalent true. of a first round pick. I couldn't believe it. I mean, it's just. Whew. That was uh, came from Shio Kapadia's mouth the that? other night on Birds Shout with Friends Radio and WIP with Joe Gillio, which uh, now you can hear every Wednesday night, I think, from 8 to 9 p.m. Correct. Uh, and, uh, I feel bad for those guys. They have to hang out with Jack Fritz know, every Wednesday I know. night. It's, it's tough. Uh, they got to hang out with the takes, man. It's, it's tough un- stuff. It's unfortunate. Tough stuff. It's unfortunate. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, that's – I I think – here's my hot take for the night. Ooh, in honor of Jack Fritz. In, in honor of Jack Fritz. Fritz. The, the takes just flow. You're going to see Jordan Mylott in a game this year. Oh. Man, that You're is a real it? hot take. You're going to see Jordan Mailata. If Jordan Mailata, and I think, you know, there's no one on the planet who doesn't agree that what he's already become in the short period of time is unbelievable. Like to go from literally never playing football before to yeah. having technique and, and understanding the position on that. If Jordan Mailata steps foot on an NFL field in a real NFL game this year, yeah. it will be one of the most amazing achievements any draft pick has ever done. I mean, 100% that agree. dude, it's absurd. I think Especially it's going to be out of necessity. Offensive tackle, a yeah. position that's all about technique. It would be, it would be unreal. It would be amazing. Yeah. Um, I also think after this, too, that, you know, start thinking of, of, of Matt Pryor a little bit and you start thinking of the depth there because it's not, listen, <sighs> Vitae ain't got it, man. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. it's just not there. But, all right. So what happened? Because. He two played years, okay. But two years in a row, he was really solid in those right. 10 games. Obviously, the first one wasn't great, but then he pulled it together in 2016 playing for Lane. Last year, I mean, agreed. It's not like he was the best player on the field or anything like that, but he was the starting left tackle on a Super Bowl team to put up 41 points. Like, he yeah. was good. Like, I, it just seems like he's really regressed. It, uh, immensely. I mean, he's just getting eaten alive there, and it's not like they are... They're not the best. They're not the greatest pass rushing no. team. Any bull rush will put this guy on his it's butt or just get. It's 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 my only real big criticism of the night is like you have to you can't allow that to Look, happen. Isaac Samuel is a way better tackle right now. Yeah, he, is. he played. He play, he filled in great. Did also, a great job. My smallest gripe. What's Carson Wentz doing out there, man? I with four minutes totally to go. agree. You Come said on, that man. to me. It was like four and a half left, and, and you're like, why is Carson Wentz out there? And I'm like, John. I don't know why he's out there. It's bullshit. Why is he out there? It's crazy. He pulled, you know, Jason Peters just have Nick Foles go hand it off. It's fine. Uh, 
But again, 10 days rest and, and all that. So And Carson uh, being Carson. I'm sure you didn't yeah. want to come out on uh, that. And uh, think of a game ball because uh, I'm giving mine to, to Carson and Doug. I'm, I'm lumping them together. I think that was – I mean, listen, man, Carson Wentz is special, and he continues to remind us of that constantly. I think the first touchdown from, from that to, uh, you know, just his constant command on the field to be able to – to and, and he didn't press tonight either, which which is also the biggest difference. I think Doug helped him out by by not being able to go and do that, and just went out there, made the plays, made reads, and I didn't hear anybody complain about him holding on to the ball uh, for <laughs> too long this time. Yeah, man. well, offensive line created a really nice pocket for him pretty much pretty much all night, and like I said, it's the Giants' pass rush, but um, ha- had a lot of time between all that thought uh, the, between uh, those two guys. They deserve the two biggest uh, game balls. Yeah, I think for me, Wentz is my number one game ball, but I'll, I'll go to the defensive side so we can give a little love there. And I, I'll say the whole secondary, but but I'll I'll specify. I'll give it to Ronald Darby. I yeah. thought I thought Ronald Darby was was fucking awesome, man. Like he, Outstanding someone tonight. who played great in that first game, had that great off season. The guy Schwartz talked about. Everyone talked about how great he looks, yeah. and then had kind of regressed a little bit the last few games. We saw that Ronald Darby again. We saw the guy who is an elite corner in the league when he's playing like that. He was perfect. When you have a guy that is actually there, rookie or not, and has only played a couple of snaps at safety ever in his life, it makes a big difference than having your corners trying to play an inverted system where they got to go play safety. That was something I don't think got discussed enough throughout that whole entire process with Tennessee and and then against the Vikings too, like, yep. and then you lose Corey Graham, and um, I'm gonna give uh, a, another game ball to Avante. Maddox I thought he played great, man, and and yeah. it, like he actually, the thing I like about Avante Maddox, and you see it on special teams, you see it when he's at safety, mm-hmm. the dude understands angles, he understands football, he understands geometry, he understands like which direction he needs to go at what speed to cut a guy off. And I know that all sounds very simple and stuff like that, but it's not. We saw Rasul Douglas make that mistake at safety on yep. that Saquon run. He took a bad angle and Saquon was by him. Like, Avante Maddox gets it. He understands the directions he needs to go to make the plays he needs to make. And and specifically at safety, that is an, an, a, a skill you have to have. So and I was really impressed. Boy, oh boy, is that some bitch fast. Wow. He's so fast. Oof. And, he, and, he's just, and he's a form tackler. Like, yeah, Avante Maddox is a good football player. He really he's is. He's a good football player. I'm excited about him. Wherever his future is, it's going to be fine. And that's, I agree. And see, guys, this is the difference. It's not to say that I'm sure at some point if he stood there for six months, Razul Douglas could understand the depth of safety. And I was texting back and forth with our good friend Teron Davenport. Shout out to Teron. That's what we talked about for five minutes during after that happened. It's just going, yeah, it, he's and yeah, he has he played safety. I guess there was a back and forth with Jimmy. Yeah, apparently he has. I was like, OK, he put like, Jimmy in his place. I don't remember one snap of his. And I tried to go back and look at YouTube after that. But like, I don't remember him playing safety ever at college. And that's why they convert him to the corner. Any could he do it eventually? Sure. But again, that's why. Avante Max is better at it because he's played the depth perception at nickel to safety is kind of the same. That's Much why more similar than the outside. Lo- I agree. And, and it's just it's a it's a different bag of beans. And uh, I don't know. They need a safety. That's what I'm going to. I mean, like it's to think of that now, too. You lose Avante Maddox or Sidney Jones or whatever. They don't have any depth there. away from yeah. going in there. And again, like you said, the yeah. Sidney Jones thing with the hamstring and just like, look, Sidney, this is his first full year. He's coming back from the Achilles a couple right. years like a year. Year and a half, two years ago, whatever it is. Right. Um, 
I think it's just going to, you know, it seems like he's someone who might not be able to stay on the field all the time. He's still getting back into, you know, the soft tissue stuff, all that type of stuff. So, I, um, yeah, the depth is an issue there. And if you want to be able to move Avante Maddox around, you're going to need a safety. That's right. So, it's going to be a very interesting next couple of 10 days. But thank God, because 3-3 three and three is... So beautiful, Woo, so gorgeous. Want to know in the division? Kinda, five games left to go. Kind of sort of tied for the division. And now this is what's great about all this, right? You just to get the kickback. Uh, you can listen to uh, James Seltzer and Ellie Shore Parks from one to three on WIP Saturday, and just just hope for the NFC least to to just continue flaming up. <laughs> they're all gonna lose. All, it's gonna be great. They're all gonna lose. Right. They're, I mean, they're t- I mean, they're both. They're both dogs. You know. I mean, they got tough matches. And as they should be. Uh, well, actually, you know, Washington might be favored against Carolina, but they shouldn't be. I think Carolina's a better team. So do I. Plus, it'd be nice to see Carolina get a win. Then coming in here a little bit highfalutin at four and one. Uh, I'm rooting for that. Highfalutin. Um, and then the Cowboys, and maybe not the best use of highfalutin, but it worked. Uh, <laughs> and I think the Cowboys play someone uh, who's better than them as well. I'm blanking. Uh, yeah. Right so now. actually, Washington is uh, it's it's at a pick'em right now as we're talking on okay, Thursday good. night. Okay, good. And it's in Washington, Minus right? Minus one or a pick'em, uh, depending on where you got. And then the Cowboys, as uh, they're going to take on oh Jags, right? Jacksonville yeah. at home. That opened as a minus one Jags, and it has climbed to three, three and a half. That's what I'm half. talking about. So handle um, your business, Jacksonville. Yeah, and and that's what's you know we get to get to see what what happens. And well, I can can I just say I cannot wait for Dak Prescott to go oh. against the Jacksonville secondary. And that's a with game that, that dog shit wide receiving. If court. Jacksonville is a contender in the AFC, which, you know, still to be questioned, sure. but I think they have a chance. Clearly to be, they are, though. That's a game they win. Yeah, absolutely. If the Jags are an AFC contender, they'll go in and beat Dallas. Right. So Dallas is not good. They're not good. And they're Dak good sucks. And uh, oh, Dak sucks. How great feels is that good. To say? It feels good to have it the best good. team I'm in the so worst division. Right it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Again, <laughs> again, it's been such a shitty week, and everyone's been so angry. Right. And oh, it's Super Bowl hangover. Oh, this team's not good. Oh, oh you gotta, like, you gotta bench Jalen Mills. They fucking suck. Play What's Nick wrong Foles. With you guys? There were people saying play Nick Foles. Oh all right. So it's just, it's just nice. It, I just nice. want to shut those people up for a week. I want. I'm just happy. I yeah. feel happy. Because honestly, I know that we all have jobs to do and, and stuff like that and we'll all be critical but um the eagles players have every right to get mad when they hear shit like that, like, <laughs> that it's, it's ridiculous so yes uh that's a good place to to let it to let it lay and wrap it up i hope you guys are having fun too crack a few beers yes. you know, stay home from work today if you're listening this morning if you're if you're on your commute turn around you've earned a beer and in a in a in a, a day at home with the kids or the wife or the girlfriend or if you're single fucking turn on your xbox and ps4 it's time to celebrate. I you like know, it. start the weekend I love early. It. That's how it feels. Uh, that is James Seltzer. I'm John Barcher. This has been Go Birds pod number 22. Is that where we're at? I, believe I hope it's so. 22. 22 right here. Radio.com on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We'll see you guys. Go Birds.